This week on Intrigued Full Effect. You know, as their father, there's parts of me that don't want to give up. There's parts of me that, you know, don't believe it, that, that don't feel they're gone. I'm Shondrea Thomas, and welcome to episode 40. In this podcast, I talk about curious cases, disappearances, and other stuff. And today I'm giving an update on the Sarah and Jacob Hoggle case. I spoke to family members who recently shared some new details on where the case stands right now. Some of the information comes from local media reports, and the rest is from the kid's father, Troy's, side of the family. According to local media, on Wednesday, September 1, 2021, a Maryland Court of Special Appeals denied Catherine Hoggle's request to drop the case, claiming that based on Maryland law, prosecutors had run out of time. Now we're talking about the five-year window to try her for the 2014 disappearance and murder of three-year-old Sarah and two-year-old Jacob. Now remember, Catherine has been in a maximum security mental institution in Maryland for over five years, and she was deemed incompetent to stand trial and has reportedly been in that state from the start. She was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia and is being treated. Now, let's take a step back. In 2014, she was facing misdemeanor charges of child neglect and interfering with the police investigation. Then in 2017, the murder charges were filed and Catherine was indicted. Police believe that she was the last person to see her children. Now, the dates in this case have always been a little bit confusing, so let's get some clarity on some of the more recent stuff. In 2020, a Montgomery County judge found that the actual five-year clock on the time frame to try Catherine Hoggle started when she was indicted on the murder charges in 2017. So now the final deadline to try Catherine Hoggle is December 1st of 2022. If not, the murder charges can be dropped. Reports say that Catherine's legal team could potentially file more appeals in the case. When I spoke to Troy's side of the family, I was told that they still believe that Catherine is competent to stand trial and that she's working the system to get released. This is Troy in my original episode from June of 2019. We talked about the investigation and his thoughts about what happened to his kids. Once she gets into custody, what is she telling the police or what are police telling you about where your kids are, about you know their interrogation of her, their questioning of her? What are you learning from that? So she's in custody and at this point, she's not telling them anything apparently. The next morning... Um, you know, they're, they're telling us that, hey, we're going to question, you know, we'll figure out where the kids are, we'll get back to you, whatever. Now, within 48 hours, they had pretty much turned it into a homicide investigation. That's why I met Dimitri Rubin, the lead detective and stuff. And I, I figured it out because they had a lot of dogs, you know, sniffing in the woods. And, and it didn't seem like dogs that were looking for live people. It seemed like they were cadaver dogs. And so um, Dimitri comes up to me and pulls me off to the side. And um, when we're at Chick-fil-A, passing out flyers and doing all the stuff we were doing there. And he goes, hey, I just need to talk to you for a second. And he goes, look, he goes, I want you to hear it first from me. You know, I don't want you to hear it on the news, but we're turning this into a homicide investigation. I said, I know. Mm. I said, you know, I, I saw, you know, I've seen what's been going on. I, I realized that. Has there ever been any sightings? What are the streets saying? I mean, are you getting in any information any theories about what may have taken place, anything? Well, I think almost everyone has theories, um, you know, who reaches out to us. From your standpoint, do you still feel like your children are alive? Do you feel like she took them and gave them to someone? Or do you think that she really took their lives? Uh, the logical answer is Catherine Hoggle killed my children. So, you know, as their father, there's parts of me that don't want to give up. There's parts of me that, you know, don't believe it, that, that don't feel they're gone. But at the same time, 
when you look at everything logically and plus me talking to her on the phone whenever she was since she's been locked up i don't really you know i don't see like all this delusion or anything and and that's not real um the delusional part of it and maybe at one point it was when i had her committed or whatever but that's not real now um the things that they're saying are delusional that we've seen in the reports and stuff or you know that we've talked to people about the reports they're not delusional at this point, I'm told the case is still open but not active. Now Troy and his family are hoping to get Catherine deemed competent to stand trial before that December 2022 deadline. If no trial is set, the murder charges can be dropped. But family members say Catherine would still need to be deemed competent in some way to be freed so she won't be a danger to herself or others. And a side note is that she can potentially be involuntarily committed to a mental institution if competency is not restored. According to family, they were told that Catherine is not capable of ever being mentally restored, but again, they still believe that she can be deemed competent to stand trial. At the end of the day, the bottom line is it's seven years later and we still don't know what happened to Jacob and Sarah. And that's the one thing that makes this case so difficult is that the true victims in all of this, the kids, have never been found and questions still need to be answered. And I wonder, will we ever get them? And what if by some wild twist of fate, the kids are alive and well somewhere and have no idea their father is even looking for them? I mean, that's something to think about. This story has a lot of layers to work through, but it continues to move forward. And I do wonder if those questions will be answered by the end of next year. I'll continue to follow this story and bring you updates as I get them in. If you have a case that you want me to check out, just visit me on the Intrigued Full Effect Facebook page or email me at intriguedfulleffect at hotmail.com. Until next time, be safe and stay true. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the Intrigued Full Effect, Curious Cases, Disappearances, and Other Stuff podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the host. The primary purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. The host of this podcast assumes no liability or responsibility for any activities in connection with opinions shared in the podcast. The podcast and blog associated with it shall not be used in any legal capacity or as a basis for expert testimony. Any copyright material in the podcast is approved by the owner or as part of the public domain. Music by Pond5.